Yawa Radio, bringing the feel-good feeling to every day. One welcome to the Yawa Radio Podcast. The Yawa Radio Podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio. Yawa Radio is online 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are your well-being and happiness radio station, bringing the feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. Check us out at yawaradio.co.uk. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast from the Yawa Radio team. Welcome to Jordan Space. Every fortnight, you can join me, your host, Steve Phillip, alongside Danielle and Paul from the Jordan Legacy team, together with some very special guests for an hour of conversation, music, and above all, hope. Welcome to Jordan Space. This show does discuss themes of suicide, and we'd encourage you to take care of yourself by stepping away from the show at any point, should you find the content triggering or uncomfortable to listen to. For support, please visit our website, thejordanlegacy.com, and our help menu options. Welcome to our first new show of 2023. I'm Steve Phillip, and as usual, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Danny and Paul. Welcome back, both. It's uh, good to have you back for another season of Jordan Space. Uh, Now, it's been a busy start to 2023 with the launch of the Jordan Legacy's new suicide prevention strategy and our new website. So much is already happening and, and planned for the year ahead. Uh, Danny, Paul, should we spend the next uh, hour, the three of us, letting our Jordan Space listeners know what's new? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do that, Steve. So uh, we've got a lot to cover. Lots happening. For those of you listening to Jordan Space for the first time, we usually have a guest to interview on the show. But for our first new show of 2023... And with so much happening at the Jordan Legacy, we thought it'd be good to share with you and talk about our new suicide prevention strategy and the new website. As usual, of course, we'll be uh, breaking up the conversation today by playing uh, a number of tracks and some uh, music we've chosen. Whenever anything new is launched, it's usually an exciting time, but the launch of the Jordan Legacy's new website isn't just about having something new and shiny to shout about. Danny, how do you feel the new site will help those who visit it? Yeah, I mean, I think as good as our previous website was in terms of a sharing Jordan's story and the work we're doing to prevent more lives being lost to suicide, um, I do think the website, the new website offers this in so much more and in a much more user-friendly way. Um, I think it more clearly explains what we do at the Jordan Legacy and how people can get involved and also better explains our approach to moving toward a zero suicide society and helps to dispel some of the myths surrounding this term. Um, And finally, I think Also, although we're not a crisis help site, um, our help and resources section is now much better in terms of accessibility. So, for example, if you're struggling with suicidal thoughts, it's now much easier to pinpoint this on the website and be signposted to support. That's right, Danny. I I think the site has a much fresher feel to it also. Um, But there's also some really important information that those who are wanting to see a reduction in suicides will hopefully find really valuable. Now, just to let you know, if you're wanting to check out the Jordan Legacy's website, you can find us at www.thejordanlegacy.com. Paul, alongside preparations for the new website, you and I have been working on formulating a plan, one that would aim to pull together all those engaged in suicide prevention who share a common belief that most suicides are preventable. 
If you'd like to whet the appetite of our listeners, though, why, why would they stay with us for the next hour to hear about our plans for 2023 and beyond? Well, I think that we've always been very clear about us believing that we can reduce the numbers of, of suicides. But what we're really focusing on more and now in the new strategy and the new website is the importance of collaboration with others. The message that we can't do it on our own. Nobody can do this on their own. It's really a collective effort. Everybody playing their part and, and is doing this together. So obviously people listening to the show uh, and everybody else who engage, engages with the Jordan legacy, everybody's part of the solution. So that's the key message, I think. Yeah, I think one of the, of course, we're going to be wanting to to engage, and we'll talk more about this this later with with people who are interested in supporting us, and we receive many offers of of, of such uh, support. Um, one of the challenges possibly going to be that we'll have a lot of people that want to be involved in this this plan, and um, how we uh, kind of manage all the the interest is going to be an interesting challenge uh, for us, I would think. Um, yeah, I mean, there's people, sorry, there's people out there obviously already doing stuff that we want to work with, and there's people out there who might be thinking, you know, I haven't been involved in suicide prevention, how can I help? So yeah, we want to, you know, we want to collaborate with everybody. Yeah, I think it's really important. I mean, we've often used the term, haven't we, you know, let's go where the energy is, and I think, you know, this strategy is very much about um look you know do you do you share the values do you share the ambition and uh, um you know can we talk talk with you um so look we're going to talk uh, more about this uh, through the show thanks both uh, just for now we're going to take a break for some music and we'll be back right after this hi this is steve join me every day of the week from seven through till ten for your breakfast right here on Yawa Radio. Probably the best way to start your day. Make a day. Join me every day, 7 till 10, Yawa Breakfast, right here on Yawa Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, before the break, we briefly mentioned the Jordan Legacy's new website. And um, before we discuss why anyone would want to visit the site, I'd like to give a shout out to our good friend Scott McIntosh and the team at Converter, formerly known as Think Methodology in Harrogate. Scott and I met up not long after Jordan's suicide, and he was passionate about supporting what was really only a vision at that time in, in my head to find a way to do something positive in Jordan's memory. Once the decision was made to form the Jordan legacy, Scott immediately offered his company services, and during the next two years, they developed and hosted our website at no cost at all to the Jordan legacy, with Scott even designing the logo that we still use today. Almost three years on, we now have a new site created by Kariba Digital Agency, also from Harrogate. And I've known Chris and the team at Kariba for many years. Uh, in fact, Kariba created the website for my consultancy business, Linked to Success, which we had for more than 11 years. The new website clearly sets out our mission at the Jordan Legacy, Paul. Can you summarise the, the key points of uh, that mission for our listeners? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, the, the overall mission is is very much to help people who are struggling, but also, you know, and that can be on a, on a micro level, although, as Danny said earlier, we're not a crisis support site, although, you know, we can help individuals, but to look at the, the macro picture as well and how we can together make an impact and significantly reduce the numbers of suicides across the UK. Um, so we talk in, in our mission about the challenge, more than 6,000 people die by suicide each year, and, and that number has not, you know, is not on a downward trend. It's been stuck at that 6,000 plus number 
for the past 15 years. So we talk about um, that being the mission to get uh, those numbers down uh, and obviously to reduce the, the pain and, and, and everything that goes with every single suicide. Uh, we talk about the vision that we have, we talk about our strategy uh, and we go into detail on the site there about our plans um, in terms of where we feel we can make an impact. And obviously we have we have our own ideas as to what can be done to reduce those numbers, but we also talk about having humility and believing that we don't have all the answers, but between us, we have all the answers. And again, back to this key component of collaboration. I, I think that's really important. I mean, the humility aspect, look, you know, you, you have, you know, many years experience working in, in suicide prevention. Um, you know, I, I'm still very new on this journey myself, um, you know, three, three years in, um, and, and yet we have developed a reputation at the Jordan legacy for being to a large degree at the forefront of, of the conversation around suicide, but we certainly wouldn't see ourselves as as experts necessarily in that field. And I think it's really important, as you say, that collaboration is at the heart of what we do, that we're prepared to listen and engage um, with all of those who are, you know, working toward yeah. that mission, really. And that term, you know, that term experts is, is, is in itself a major issue. Who is an expert? I mean, if we were all experts, then we wouldn't have the numbers that we have, would we? We would have done something about that so we do talk about the frustration of uh, of not having that kind of impact but again the positive hopeful aspects of what we can do and in a sense everybody is an expert in their own experience and, and everybody has ideas as to what can be done so together again we have these solutions there, there's a benefit to having experience of working in suicide prevention so that you know more about the subject yeah ab absolutely absolutely um you, you know i think the the collaboration is, is so important you know I, I've had many conversations over the last few months with people who work in suicide prevention who you know recognize that in our own way where we're all making a, a difference uh, but you use the term you know at a macro level before but I think many of those I've spoken to have said you know we're still not making a dent in this 6,000 plus people who lose their lives to suicide every year and, and that number, as you say, hasn't changed in the last 15 years. So collaboration is 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 definitely you know very, very important as far as our Absolutely. approach is concerned. Danny, we often receive messages through our website and via social media and emails from people who are experiencing issues with mental health or suicide. And of course, um, we have to explain that we're not mental health professionals or a crisis helpline. However, the help and resources section of our website is a really important part of what we offer at the Jordan Legacy. Can you explain about some of the different types of help people can expect to find on the site? Yeah, so as I mentioned before, we provide information and signpost services for anything from experiencing suicidal thoughts to feelings of loneliness, to being worried about finances, to experiencing the menopause. You know, there's, there's lots of information on there for anybody that may be struggling with issues in their life that may be affecting their mental health and on them to signpost them to where they may be able to get support for these issues. The help and resources section, I think as well, it's important to explain this kind of ongoing, isn't it? The development of this yeah. part of the website. Um, you know, we're very conscious that, you know, there's so many different resources uh, that we could add to that site relating to different aspects of, of mental health. You know, the ones that come to mind now are, ADHD and I know we will be adding some resources there and someone suggested to us um, just this week that having something related to you know alcohol 
misuse on there is important. And again, I think, you know, it's great advice. And, you know, as we move forward, we'll continue to look at what types of resources, you know, we should be having uh, on the site that would be be useful, you know, to signpost people to the help and support they need. Paul, you, you mentioned that our zero suicide strategy is set out on the website. We know that the reference to zero suicide isn't something that always sits comfortably with others. Um, would you like to explain what we mean by that term? Yeah, it's really, really important. Um, you know, we do, do use the term zero suicide. We do talk about uh, moving to a zero suicide society. We know that some people don't like the term, uh, upset by the term, you know, push back on the term. So we've been We've thought very deeply about this. We've been very careful in our use of language. Uh, it's an ongoing conversation that we're having with all the people we come into contact with and that we will build into our research as well. Um, but it's, it's, it's a, we're using uh, the term in, in a very particular way. Some people think zero, immediately think of a target. Uh, well, I mean, it can be a target. You know, if you are an area, a community, a business, a, a school, a hospital, or whatever that that is trying to um, uh, avoid suicides, uh, you might already have no suicides or a very small number of suicides. And if you're putting a plan together for suicide prevention, uh, logically your target is zero. You know, you are trying to prevent suicides, but you know, when you apply it uh, at a bigger scale, you know, like a nationwide scale, you know, people think, well, getting from 6,000 plus suicides to zero doesn't you know, make any sense. It's, it's, it's unrealistic. And you get into that kind of discussion you also get people who say, well, look, I, I, you know, I've got a, a family member, a partner, a, a brother, a, a son, a, a father or whatever who um, took their own life and I couldn't do anything about it. Are you saying that, that there's something else I could have? You know, it gets very sensitive. Um, so what we've done is, is said, look, we're using zero suicide uh, for, for two particular reasons. One is it's actually zero suicide is a philosophy and a framework that's been applied uh, in healthcare system in places around the world to to with proven ability to significantly reduce the numbers of suicides so zero suicide is that philosophy and framework but also we've defined what we believe a zero suicide society is and we've used that very particular language a zero suicide society in our eyes is a society that is willing and able to do all it can to prevent all preventable suicides all of those words are chosen very, very carefully. Uh, it's a society-wide issue. It's creating a society that has that kind of intent and capacity to help. It's got the willingness component. It's got the ability to do it component. And we're trying to prevent all preventable suicides. We can't prevent all suicides. And there are some people who say, um, you shouldn't try to prevent all suicides. If somebody wants to die, you should let them die. It's, it's a very sensitive, complex area but we believe that it's helpful in our discussions in collaboration with others to have this definition of a zero suicide society um, and to get people thinking about what that might look like and what things we would do if we had a society that was doing all it could to prevent all preventable suicides. That term preventable suicides is, is an interesting one, isn't it? And it, it, it's own right. And there might be people listening to the show, Paul, that would say, well, you know, what, what would we consider to be a, a preventable suicide? Have you any thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we know that this area is incredibly complex. You don't have to work in this field very long to realise it's incredibly complex. 
And there's lots of data out there and lots of research showing that people who take their own lives is, is a combination of people with mental illness, sometimes a long history of mental illness and conditions that they find very difficult to manage and, and life regularly gets on top of them. They regularly have suicidal thoughts. I, I worked with somebody once who, who had a, a brother with um, severe mental illness all his life and all the clinicians said to her it's only a matter of time before he, he takes his own life and interestingly she said that although she'd prepared for years and years and years for this event to happen when it happened she still wasn't really prepared for it uh, and found it very hard to process um, but so, you know we say things like um, you know all suicides are not inevitable because that's what we want to give as a positive message. We can prevent suicides right up until last moment if somebody plans to take their life and we can uh, give them support, we can give them you know, proactive counseling support, we can give them crisis support, we can uh, restrict access to the means to take their own life. There's lots of things that potentially can be done to prevent suicides. So again, we focus on preventable suicides and we focus on what we, what we can do, you know, both what we think we should do and what we can do. But there's also all those people we know who don't have a history of mental illness. They have a crisis. It's a financial crisis. It's a relationship crisis. Um, you know, they don't, uh, they haven't had any previous history of, of suicide attempts or even suicidal thoughts. And, and in all those cases, there's lots and lots of things that we can do to change the course uh, to change the outcome you know if you think in terms of and we've said this before uh, our, our strategy is effective it's an updated revised version of a lot of the things we've said before with some kind of new twists on it really but we've said before that suicide is a practical act and uh, people take practical steps to take their own life so there's a there's all those kind of brewing up conditions that create the circumstances or a trigger or a trauma or an event or a crisis and then there's a series of practical steps. And, and along that path, there's lots and lots of things that, that we can all do to, to get a different outcome. And so again, let's focus on preventable suicides. Sure, there'll be ones we can't prevent. Some may say we shouldn't prevent, but let's focus on all preventable suicides where people want to keep somebody alive. And there are things we can do to keep somebody alive. No, thank you, Paul. Hopefully that, that helps um, clarify kind of certainly our, our view and standpoint uh, on this. I know a lot of people see the, the headline phrase of zero suicide, understandably, I suppose, in some cases, you know, maybe push back at that or get upset about that. Yeah. But I think it's really important to understand, you know, what, what we mean by that. Um, the, the also, you know, people say when we get pushed back, it's often people saying it shouldn't be a target or it's an unrealistic target, etc. And I think it's really important for us all to just stop, take a breath and think, where is it appropriate for it to be a target? You know, because there are certain circumstances where it is appropriate. You know, if you are putting together a plan for your business, for your community, for your hospital, for your education, and you're saying, well, if we were going to set a target, what target would we set? And this has happened in other areas like road accidents as well. People think, well, what target should we set? Hmm. It's hard not to say the target should be zero, isn't it? Really good point. Yeah, that um, that really bring, brings it home. We received many wonderful requests from people asking us how they can support our work at the Jordan Legacy. The new website now features a page titled Supporting Us, where we provide four options for how people can get involved and help support our mission. Danny, can, can you tell us how this part of the website works? 
yeah so people can make a financial donation to help fund our work and they can also choose to be more actively involved by becoming a hero or a superhero partner of the Jordan legacy and both of these allow companies to provide certain levels of financial support to us each month um, as well as agreeing to help raise awareness about our work in preventing suicides and, and this could involve putting on their own fundraising events and activities and then in return for this we provide our hero and superhero partners with an agreed number of talks to their teams and at the superhero level we'll provide a level of employee well-being and suicide prevention consultancy as well um, so there are different options depending on the level of support people and organizations would like to provide for us yeah thanks danny and and i know you know again one of the the options we kind of put it as an option for on the website is that you know people may have very specific skills uh, or abilities that, that might be useful in supporting our work in a practical sense. And I know I receive many messages from people saying, how can I help? And, and often one of the questions I go back to them with is, you know, what are the skill sets that you you have, knowing what you know about us, that you think, you know, you might be able to apply and, and support our, our work? So, again, we've put that as an option on the website. Let us know what skills you think, you know, may be useful in terms of helping us achieve our mission. Uh, thanks for that, Danny. Thanks, Paul. We're going to take a break now for some more music and uh, we'll come back uh, right after that for some more conversation uh, around our strategy for 2023. Yawa Radio, bringing the feel-good feeling to every day. Welcome back. Uh, Jordan Space and everything we do at the Jordan Legacies, of course, in memory of Jordan. And if you're not familiar with who Jordan was, you can find Jordan's story in the About Us section of the new website. Beneath Jordan's story, visitors to the website will also see a menu for Jordan's Place. And uh, Jordan's Place, very simply, is a vision that we have at the Jordan Legacy based on a conversation that Jordan and his partner Charlotte had some weeks prior to, to Jordan's death, where the conversation was a question from Charlotte asking Jordan what he would do if he ever won the national lottery. And, and Jordan's response was to say that he would invest it in a place where people who were struggling with their mental health could come to and get well again. And I think we've always held that vision since we heard that conversation from Charlotte as something that we really want to achieve. Now, if you're listening to today's show, uh, we'd be keen to hear from anyone who thinks they can help us make Jordan's place become a reality. You'll also find lots of other information on our website, including a section on our amazing fundraisers, which might inspire you to take up a challenge also and help support the Jordan Legacy's mission. Uh, you can find all this, of course, at www.thejordanlegacy.com. Um, Danny, I think that covers uh, our new website. Anything I've missed that you think we should add? Um, just really that I think it's a good feature of our new website that through the accessibility software, this gives our visitors more options based on individual needs. Um, for example, the reviewing preferences for those with ADHD and screen readers for those with no sight. So overall, it makes it more inclusive for everyone and hopefully will enable more people to access the help they need. Yeah, really good point. I tell you, I, I got quite excited by this feature because it it it, it is accessibility is so important these days and and people viewing websites online it's not always easy for them so to you know have that new feature uh, on the website people can see it's a, it's a little uh, blue circle with uh, uh, a little character a white character 
figure in that circle and click on that and open up and see all the different ways you can view the website. Yeah, thanks for that, Danny. That's 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 really useful. Just also, Steve, it's worth mentioning that um, we 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 have um, uh, speaking in the events tab and we have the Jordan Space tab for the radio show and and the recordings there. I think it's important that. Uh, we, we, we remind people there's recordings there of all the great past events we've had and all the great previous um, Jordan Space shows. Yeah, really good point, Boyd, because it was somewhat hidden away on the previous uh, website there. Now, there's an article on the website in the latest news section which highlights the Jordan Legacy's updated suicide prevention strategy and our planned approach, which we're already talking about uh, uh, to some degree already. Paul, can you explain the title of that article, Believing in Change, Collaborating for Change, and and uh, maybe a little bit about our Action Research Initiative? Yeah, sure. Um, the believing in change component is a combination of uh, believing that we should do something about suicide prevention. We should uh, be seeking to significantly reduce the numbers, but as important, if not more important, believing that we can. Um, because there are a lot of people out there who may feel as if we should reduce the numbers, but maybe not believe, not really deep down believe we can. Um, we believe we can, and we believe that uh, working with other people together, we can. And that's the collaborating for change components, working with other people who share that belief. Uh, so again, the belief that we should, the belief that we can, and that together we can make a huge difference. Uh, I think a, a lot of people you know, can look at that 6,000 plus number of suicides per year and look at the economic situation currently, cost of living pressures and, and you know, climate change and war in Ukraine and, and, and everything that's going on in the world. And, and I think it's very easy for people to get a bit despairing and think, well, we maybe can't bring those numbers down. But if we look at the all of the actions we know we can take, we know there's evidence that they can make a difference. We know there's people out there already making a difference at a small level. Um, you know, we're thinking, well, how can we combine that? Surely we can combine all of that. And together, all of these little, in, in, uh, you know, what we call the micro actions can add up to a significant macro change. And indeed, it's probably the best way of reducing those overall numbers. What's the alternative? If you don't go bottom up, you know, if you don't go from the ground up, the alternative is people look from the top down and they go looking for government uh, to do something. Well, you know, that isn't uh, likely to to bring us joy, I don't think at the moment, expecting the government to solve this problem. Look, if we can't rely on the government, what, what can we do? There's another important aspect of what we're doing here. This is also an action, as you've mentioned, an action research project or an action learning project. Um, and this comes back to what we also mentioned earlier, the, the value of humility. Uh, we we know we have some of the answers, but we know we don't have all of the answers. We do need to work with everybody else. We need to remain humble. We need to uh, keep listening to people, keep learning from all those who are out there doing great work, from all the people with lived experience, um, from all of the, um, you know, the, the, the work that might be good work that's being done in government, in the NHS, in businesses and community organizations, and indeed you know, individuals doing great work. You know, keep listening and learning and don't think as if we we know it all um, and so translating that into into a dynamic research project we feel is is you know the way forward here and so we've set out in the article um, the 
we've called it phases, but it's not like a, a static research project with a phase one, do complete, stop doing everything else, stop thinking, move on to phase two, you know, et cetera, et cetera. One report comes out and then we stop uh, doing this. This is an ongoing dynamic exercise with a, a structured component to, um, you know, and there's two phases. I'll just mention these two phases, first of all. Phase one is, is obviously identifying people who share the same vision, values, and ambition. Other people who also believe that we can significantly reduce the numbers of suicides. Other people who have ideas about how we can do this. And that will be people who are already working in suicide prevention, but again, also some people who might be new to this, but who come in with fresh ideas that we need to listen to. And then uh, we're going to do a series of one-to-one uh, -one interviews with those people and other people who are recommended to us and other people who are recommended by those that we interview uh, who might be able to to be a part of this solution and and just talk you know in a really kind of um, you know emergent listening kind of way of you know how do you think we can reduce the numbers of suicides how do you think we can significantly reduce the numbers of suicides at the macro level what can be done and of course how can we collaborate and again keep building this uh, sense of hope that we can do something, but mapping out the practical actions that we can take and the practical collaboration working that we can do to to make a huge difference. Fantastic, thank you, Paul. That's uh, well, that's the the early stages of our action research project. We're going to take a, another break for some music now, and when we come back, we're going to hear more about the Jordan Legacy's plans to help save lives and and how you could get involved uh, after we'd listen to this next track. Hello, hello, Russell here. Please come join me every Saturday, 3 till 6 p.m. for Russell's Resilience Radio Show. Fantastic music and resilience tips every Saturday, 3 till 6 p.m. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Um, Paul, just before the break, you were talking about uh, the one-to-one -one interviews we're going to be doing as part of the Action Research Initiative. We people who share you know, the vision, values and ambition that we have on suicide prevention. What happens after that? Um, well, just, just going back one step, obviously we're keen to hear from anybody who might be possibly listening to this programme as well, people listening to this programme, we're keen to hear from anybody who says, yeah, I share your uh, vision and values and ambition and I think there's things we can do. So let's you know, keep listening to anybody who wants to, to talk to us about this. Um, so we'll do the one-to-one -one interviews and we'll be analysing as we go and we'll be um, you know, doing a rolling kind of reporting of what we're finding. Um, but we really want to spend time on that one-to-one -one listening to people because that's a really good way of getting depth um, of insight and, and depth of ideas. Um, but we also want to then, in, a, in, a, in another sort of phase of this research, another um, evolution of this approach, we want to bring people together. So that will be in discussion groups forums that will be in in um, that could be some physical meetings but uh, certainly going to be online um, discussion forums and we've done this around some of you know our events in the past which have worked well and we meet up with mental health first aiders regularly and things like that so you know looking at the discussion uh, group forum type approach and this is where we can share our ideas share what we think will have an impact share what's coming out of the research so far um, talk about how we collaborate and different ideas about what would be an appropriate and effective collaboration. We can we can talk about some of the language uh, issues like zero suicide, 
Again, we're not going to be didactic about that. We don't want to push people away. We don't want to be divided by language. You know, sometimes it's just a, you know, let's just have a discussion about this and just check if we're all, you know, got a common understanding or if there's, you know, if there's some issues here, because, um, you know, we don't want to use any language which is which is divisive or, or which is, you know, is not inclusive, basically. We want everybody coming together. Um, and then from those discussion forums, uh, we will also have some more open uh, events. So we'll have some kind of invite only um, discussion forums, probably from the people who've taken part in the research, but also some open um, events, which again, we've run in the past, which have been very successful, but this will be focused on the strategy, focused on the mission. It'll be focused on how we can reduce uh, the numbers of, of suicides significantly and, and what we need to do to do that. And again, how we can collaborate on that and taking that into, again, really practical action plans. And then there's a final phase, which again, we'll call it a phase, but this is part of an ongoing dynamic uh, action, research action learning approach. Um, we will have certain implementation plans, which everybody buys into. And we will also uh, keep reminding everybody of, of what we're finding works, what we think works in reducing the numbers. And we'll be doing monitoring and getting feedback from everybody and, and obviously everybody keeping an eye on those overall numbers as well. Can we actually make a difference? We'll keep asking that question. We don't want to raise expectations unrealistically, but what we do want to do is raise expectations realistically where we really feel we can make a difference. And we want to give everybody that sense of hope that comes from the action that's being taken. Yeah, th yeah, thanks, Paul. Um, it's really interesting. I, you know, we've been involved in this conversation, you and I, and kind of listening to you talking through uh, the action research uh, project there and talking about collaboration. Of course, we've talked about wanting to speak to people and anyone listening to the show who might want to share their, their views. Um, again, the, the scope and scale of this particular project is kind of not lost on me. We're a small organization, the Jordan legacy there may well be people out there that might be able to help us do you think paul with with this process as well yeah absolutely and yeah we know there's so many people working in um in mental health and, and also in suicide prevention specifically and there's so many people doing doing great work but we also know there's there's people out there who can be a little bit despairing and think, well, you know, I've been, yeah, I've been working in this field for a long time now, and we don't seem to be making a difference. And in some cases, people thinking, you know, am I being listened to? So there's that component to it. There's those uh, at the other end of the spectrum who are doing work, which is, you know, being formally evaluated and people are demonstrating where there's impact. So we need to look at that and, and collaborate with people there. We need to make sure that everything we do is collaborative and not competitive because there are so many people working in suicide um, prevention um, and, and mental health more broadly as well. Uh, it, it, it unfortunately can get competitive. You know, people compete for, for resources, for, for, for money and donations and, and competing for, for, you know, for attention in a, in a, in a, in a world where we're all trying to, to do something. And people have a sense of this must be a priority or that must be a priority. And then we end up clashing, you know, at the end of the day, what we really need, and yeah, you're right, we're a small organisation, we're a small cog in a big wheel here, um, a small fish in a large pond, whichever analogy you want to take, but but we can um, we can help sort of gel together people who, again, believe we can do it, uh, people who can see ways forward for doing it, 
and and also people who who really buy into the values of of collaboration uh, with humility and don't think they've got the solution um and, and there's a lot of you know it's a, suicide prevention is a sector where there's a lot of noise it, it's it's quite easy to make a lot of noise it's hard to make change it's really hard to make change but um what we want to do is really focus on yeah we'll make noise where we think, <laughs> think it helps to make noise but really focus in on what affects change yeah, no, really good point. And and again, if anyone is is listening who thinks that they might like to be involved in supporting us with this whole whole process, where well, we'd be be really keen to to hear from you. Um, thank you, Paul, and uh, thank you, Danny, um, and thank you for tuning in and listening to this edition of Jordan's Space. Um, I hope you found today's discussion interesting and insightful. And if you felt inspired to support our ambition to move toward a zero suicide society please do get in touch either directly via our website at www.thejordanlegacy.com or you can email us at hello at thejordanlegacy.com you can also engage with us of course on social media by following the jordan legacy cic's linkedin company page we're also on twitter and instagram and you can find us on both those sites via the username at jordan legacy uk well, that's it for our first new show of 2023. Future shows will be featuring our popular guest interview slots, and we already have some great guests lined up for the next few months. You can listen to recordings of previous shows, as Paul said, on our website by choosing the menu Jordan's Space at the top of the homepage. Uh, for now, from Danny, Paul and myself, uh, we'd like to wish you a safe, healthy and above all hopeful rest of your week. And we're going to leave you with one final music track. Yawa Radio, bringing the feel-good feeling to every day. A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio. Remember to check us out live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at yawaradio.com. Co.uk. And if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio podcast, we would love to hear from you. Simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk. Once again, a big thank you for taking the time out to listen. This is the Yawa Radio podcast. Copyright applies. <laughs>